Welcome to another episode of Exploring Art Podcast, a Florida International University student podcast for the creating curious. I'm your host, Elena. I'm really pleased to have Daniel and Yanni with me today. Welcome to Exploring Art Podcast. Let's begin with the topic of the podcast, the captive cat. The captive cat is a statue located at Columbia University that sits at the top of a stairwell uh, with a chain tied around its neck. The chain was not original there and was instead added by university officers to protect the statues from being stolen due to the assumed high value of their statue. However, these security measures posed many questions. Does the chain take away value from the art or does it not? Does the chain to a viewer appear to the part of the art or is the chain no, no part of the art? If so, does the chain make it a statue of a chained cat? Or is it uh, simply a statue of a cat that has been chained? Uh, what do you think uh, about this question? Um, I think that whether to the, the argument that does it like affect the art, I think it affects the original message of what it's supposed to be like but after they added the change it gives it a whole different meaning depending on the person viewing it yeah i think that too because like if i were to see like a random cat statue on the stairwell like assuming like i were going to gram center or something and it was just one day appeared there and um it was with like chains around its neck i would be like okay the chains are part of the artwork how do i feel about this and it also depends on the context because i feel like if i were in a like a bad mood i would probably be like oh this cat is so like in my way i wouldn't even like take time to value the art but if i were like in a happier like calmer mood i feel like i would take time to value the art like the artwork itself and be like oh um maybe this cat you know is like good luck it's supposed to mean like you know like um similar to like our goal our panther statue where you like rub its nose before a test and it's supposed to like give you a lot of good luck i would be like oh this cat is like um being a student like you should rub its like nose or something so you would do like good with a test that's what i feel like and then it also depends on like the context depending on where i see it at fiu like if i saw it like like i said like in the beginning of the gram center i'd be like why is this here why is this in the middle of my way so like yeah what do you think Eliana? yes uh for my opinion i think that it depends the background or the situation you put this cat with the chain if you um put that on the street like uh uh you don't know uh, local people living there and they they won't be thinking like this art if you put like art street maybe or the museum uh, this location is changed. The, the the atmosphere in the background also changed. That they make the art atmosphere to this uh, this artwork. 
So that can be, uh, that can be our work. It's no, it's a different, um, different. It's a different, the regular, as cat already change the situation already change. Okay, all right. <laughs> we also need these questions. These are four important things needed to understand what a viewer is looking at. First, aesthetics. Second, we need to understand why art is made. Third, we need to know what a creative process is and what it entailed. Fourth, we need to know how the viewers respond to the artwork. So first, we have to discuss the statue itself. If you were to research information on this mysterious cat statue, you'd be surprised to find that there's no information at all, and if nothing by the university or anyone else. So there's nothing to see if the statue's still there or if it's gone, but all that is known, according to unofficial sources, is that the statue had been gifted to the university by a mysterious artist and the purpose of leaving it there and the artist is just completely unknown and to add to it there's no photos anywhere of the statue so it makes it really unusual various photos of other fixtures do exist though such as the the alma mater statue by Daniel Chester French and the Thinker statue by August Rodin. But in order to find the solution to this mystery, we first need to understand what aesthetics is. So aesthetics, according to the book, Living with Art, open parentheses, is a branch of philosophy concerned with the feelings aroused in us by sensory experiences, close parentheses. So sensory experiences are anything you experience with your five senses, like touch, smell, scent, um, oh, sorry. Touch, scent, um, taste, uh, hearing, uh, yeah, like all the five senses. And then with this experiences, that's how you kind of come up with your own interpretation of art. And then it answers what art is. Well, aesthetics answers what the art is and what art's effect on us as art viewers is. By proposing the bronze cat statue in the chain scenario, we're exploring its aesthetics to the viewer and what that means for its status in its art world. Art has been around for many years. The earliest being the Chavez Cave, where the description of white animals covered the walls and our famous notable one being Stonehenge, where larger stones sit in a neatly organized circle. The purpose behind these artworks are unknown except in the sense that they are mean to value human purpose. But there are many theories to suggest that the artwork will serve purposes such as um, uh, unicorns, recording history or stories, regions, uh, purpose or the giving forms to the animal or to feelings. Regardless of the reasons, it is known that art holds meanings to both its creator and those who view it. 
So, therefore, we can conclude that this captive cat statue may have had a different purpose set by the artist, but to the students, it might serve a different purpose. For instance, if we use the hypothetical situation that perhaps the artist is spiritual, the cat statue may have represented elegance or curiosity as it does in many other cultures, or in other in another instance, perhaps the artist simply wanted to see how students would react to the mysterious cat statue. But for the students, maybe, it might represent a good luck charm, or perhaps you're meant to avoid it due to its chains, which may represent graduating at a later date or being held back. This would be, of course, like our golden seal, that you cannot step on it or you risk graduating on time as inspiration. It would also help to solve the mystery if we understood what the creative process behind the artist's decision to create the bronze cat statue was. The creative process is the brainstorming or the ability to bring about different idea ideas, analyze them, and then conclude which ones to bring to life. For instance, why did the artist choose a stairwell? Is it because there's a lot of student traffic through this area? Or did he want the cat to be perched in a high area to resemble an actual cat? Why did he choose the material bronze? Did the artist pre-plan the statue before creating the statue? Why a cat? Why not a different animal? Unfortunately, to the lack of available research, we are unable to tell what the artist's creative process was. But we can try to piece together what it might have been. For instance, we can assume that the cat is in an area of high traffic because the university officials decided to chain the cat down to prevent it from being stolen. We can also assume that the artist decided to use bronze due to bronze's long-lasting ability, if the statue is still there. Or, perhaps we could assume that he decided to use bronze due to its recyclability for other projects, if we assume that the statue is no longer there. We can also theorize that perhaps the artist wished to hold a theme that was more consistent with the university's mascot, a lion, while also being slightly different with the idea of a domestic cat. Or maybe he wanted to show the evolution of a student's path from a measly domestic cat to a robust, stronger feline, the lion. And lastly, even though an artist may wish for a piece of art to be perceived uh, one way, the mind of the individual will always allow different interpretation due to perception. For example, even the depictions of art is open for interpretation. An individual may consider the artwork founded by artist Marcel Duchamp, uh, Duchamp uh, as art due to its partial significance, while another individual may consider it a prank and not worth of being considered art. Another individual may consider a piece of art depending on whether or not the created is an artist. In this case, perhaps a student aware of the meddling on behavior for university officers may consider the chain as a part of the statue, while another who is aware may consider the chain as actual and not part of the bronzer cat statue. Art is always open to the interpretation of an individual's perception or the past experiences. So, to add on to the idea that different people perceive art in different ways, 
there was an incident that's a little well known that a cleaning lady threw away two pieces of art by the artist Paul Branca. So this cleaning lady, she was unaware of the fact that the piece that she was looking at was considered as art because the art in question was pretty much just a trash can and she thought it was that, just a trash can. So therefore, was it really her fault? <laughs> I mean, the artist had originally intended, as the BBC New Art news article covering the artwork states, to make the viewer think about their effect on the surrounding environment. The cleaner, on the other hand, just viewed it as trash rather than art. Or for instance, the piece Can't Help Myself, which features a robotic arm that moves around and tries to scope hydraulic scope, scoop hydraulic oil, which appears like blood, back to itself while inside an acrylic cage. The constant squealing of the machinery has a similar sound to human screaming. Originally, the artist intended for the piece to explore the relationship between humans and machinery, as they had designed 32 movements, according to the official museum website. However, to the viewer, the machine, after a revelation that it is electric and does not actually need the oil to survive, is a parallel to real life where we try hard and drown ourselves in an effort to beat the system, while not realizing that the path is more important than the end goal. I also wanted to add, um, what do you guys think about like those three pieces of art that we, um, well not pieces of art, but those three different scenarios, kind of similar to the can't help myself and then what the cleaner lady did, where it was like the ape that painted the art and then like the ketchup bottle that the students came up with and then the driftwood. So like the, the one case about the driftwood, I think it, pretty closely relates to this issue of the of this cat statue because there you know you just had the guy that came up he got a random piece of driftwood from the from the beach and he just went and he just dropped it and he said here you go this is art you could have it and in a way it relates to the cat is that some people may see it as art some people may just see it as something that's there and oh why is this piece here it shouldn't belong here and that relates to the chain since you know the university added it after some people might think that it ruins the art or it's just completely not part of it liana what do you think I think the art work couldn't tell us uh, by itself. We uh, have to uh, use uh, like a feeling to uh, judge uh, the value from there uh, inside this uh, article. And then so um, the art, uh, like, a, like, a, like a one, I, I will call the one, uh, guys says here, he says uh, the, the name is uh, ba, Balinis, says uh, we have no art, we do everything the best we can. So that's why I think. Yeah, um, I definitely get what you guys are yeah. saying. And then like, in my opinion, I think art is subjective. 
like uh daniel was saying where like the guy was just like here you go here's your foot and then he was like there you go art um but it also i also feel like it comes down to what you think like what you think art is because if like um with the like the ape drawing the paintings where like people were like oh it's not real art because the ape isn't an artist mm-hmm. but like to some people it, it is artwork and then like the ketchup bottle thing where like the students made it as a prank but then other people were like oh no 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 like this is art like this even though it wasn't part of it originally like the cat thing where like the chain isn't part of it people just added it as an extra thought because it was like needed for some reason that i feel like it's subjective a lot like even in for example like if you want to use like a more personal example like i know when i took my dad for a tour through like modesto marrique campus there's like these three statues um though i i think they're called they're by like Ar- arnold zimmerman mm-hmm. and it was like i think that one was called clown and the other one's called the like, crane when he saw them my dad was like that's that's trash that's not art and i was like but it is <laughs> And we had this whole discussion about it where he was like, why don't they pay people to do better art? In my time, that would not be art. So I feel like, like, boiled down, even though he didn't mean it, or, like, he didn't mean to enter the philosophical pondering of what art is and what art isn't, I feel like, like, him being an older generation, he's not as open-minded, so he, he, that affects how he views art or what art is. And then me being, like, a Gen Z younger than him, my opinion of what art is is more flexible because that's kind of what like what i've been raised to do so i feel like art really just depends on like the person you are what your background has been and then like what the influence around you is and yeah like your education too and what you feel defines art so it's like art doesn't have like a specific definition yeah because everyone sees art in a completely different way yeah, I'm totally agree with you guys. And uh, uh, actually, art comes from life. Art could be on the limit of uh, the life experience. They include uh, everything, the uh, human affairs, uh, include the social experience, the political and the aesthetic ideas, actor. Yeah, I also saw in the book that um, they were talking about how like, if art included the picture frame, like, what do you guys think of about that? What's that like? If it has a frame around it, then it's yeah. Is, do you consider the frame yeah. part of the artwork? Well, yes. I think yeah? it, for me, it just depends because I've drawn stuff and I've never put frames on it. I just leave it around on the paper. And, like, other people still see it as art, because it, it just really depends on the person and their thought process towards what does and doesn't count as art. Yeah, because, like, I was, in the book, it was, like, it was talking about how the frames, um, some people view it as, like, actually part of the artwork, so, like, the plain brown frames, and then there's other people who are, like, the frame is just there, like, that's not part of the art, why are you including that in the art? And they're, like, oh, no, but, like, the brown oak, it it represents this, it represents that, and the other person's just, like, no, it doesn't, I don't know what you're talking about, sir. Yeah, because to some people, the frame, it adds to the art piece, so some people think of it as... Yeah, but the art... um yeah we we can 
in the other form that means uh, present presenting right like the show uh this is uh, the stuff that we want to show to everyone but uh, this is a different from the the tours the um like uh, the food uh ketchup bottle like uh, the uh live stuff this different they they don't put their so presenting to show this is uh the art they just take to use so that i mean that that's different yeah but like that also brings back to the question of this where like the captive cat where like we don't know who the artist is we don't know what he wanted to do with it like we don't know what his purpose was like at least for like the ketchup bottle example we knew that the students like intended it to be kind of like a mockery where they were like well if this is art why isn't this art and then but we don't know why the artist put it there yeah. like the ketchup the ketchup bottle it would be like what the chains are like we know the officials like meant for it to be for security purposes but we don't know what the artist originally was intending to do because he kind of was just he decided to be anonymous and there's like no information i don't know if that's like like um daniel was saying earlier i don't know if that was intentional like the, did the artist specifically ask not to be named and there's like no photos to prove if this statue even is a thing like is it just scenario does it even exist no. Yeah. Yes, I agree with that. All right. Uh, even though the captive cat's uh, true purpose or the whether it even exists is known, we can draw various conclusions based on our experience and ideas, as well as using aesthetics as a basis to understand our work. Perhaps the cat means something else to the students than it does to the artists. Perhaps their chains to add meanings to the art, or perhaps they don't. To some, the cat may be considered a piece of art, while others may simply not consider it art. Perhaps the smaller details make up the meanings of the bronze cat statues, or perhaps it is the uh, subject's symbolism that is uh, trying to purpose as their meaning. Um, the captive cat cannot be defined in a general sense, but each individual can draw their own conclusion from it. Uh, I want to thank you for joining us so much today, Daniel and Yanni. I really appreciate this um Exploring Art Podcast sub subscriber to Exploring Art Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud or whatever you get your uh, broadcast. Thank you for listening. Please join us soon and remember to stay curious. Thank you. Mm -hmm.